0: Hello, and welcome to An Image is Worth a Thousand Words. My name is Rob, and don't forget to check out the rest of my blog posts on my website at robhextor.com. Hello, my name is Rob, and this is An Image is Worth a Thousand Words. And today I'm in the Salbarua wetlands, in my hometown of Vitoria Gastes And I've come here to try and get some photographs and maybe some video of deer. There are estimated to be around a thousand deer in the province of Alava. But of course, I'm not going to be able to see those deer normally because I'd have to go out into the woods and forests and up in the hills and they'd obviously just run away as soon as they heard me coming. But here in Saaburu Wetlands, there's a large fenced off enclosure where there are about a hundred deer that spend their days grazing, drinking the water, and this time of year the stags, the male deers, are in rut. That's when they get quite aggressive and compete for the female deers. Let's see if we can see some rutting going on. There they are. Can you see them? They're over there in the water, just chilling out. Nobody's shouting at each other. Nobody's bellowing at each other at the moment. There's no stag there that is in rut. Well, there was no rutting, but I think I got a couple of photos that might be half decent. Anyway, let's talk about this week's topic. And here is this week's question. Should we close zoos or keep them open? Before you start, check that you understand this vocabulary. Pause the video to make sure you understand everything. This week's photo of a bonobo lying down on the floor of its enclosure was taken at Twycross Zoo, a well-known and respected attraction In the East Midlands of England. Its website states, Our incredible zoo spans 100 acres and exists to support conservation, education and research of some of the most endangered species on the planet. The zoo is fun for all the family with hundreds of amazing animals and outdoor and indoor play areas. As a conservation charity, every visit makes a difference to our mission. As we went round the different enclosures, I had conflicting emotions. I was excited to have the chance to see all these exotic animals, yet angry to see them imprisoned behind bars and thick glass. Deep down, it seemed wrong. I was a voyeur in a jail, taking snapshots of captive souls. The information panels were full of fascinating facts, but the joy and delight I had felt as a childhood visitor obsessed with penguins and giraffes, was conspicuously absent this time round. I can't say that I'm completely against zoos. I believe that they go some way towards repairing the damage that mankind has brought upon animal populations around the world. But can they continue to serve as a model going forward? Supporters of zoos and safari parks point out that many species around the world are endangered or at risk of extinction. Zoos, such as Twycross participate in breeding programs to conserve these species and, importantly, ensure genetic diversity for future population sustainability when animals are reintroduced into their natural habitat. From an educational point of view, zoos provide a unique opportunity for people to learn about animals they would almost certainly never encounter in the wild. This knowledge fosters empathy and encourages further conservation efforts. And while doing all this, zoos and safari parks are offering recreation opportunities for families and individuals that create employment and contribute to the local economy. Just look at everything Twycross Zoo offers its visitors. Having said all that, what can we do to improve our zoos and safari parks? To start with, Animals need to be housed in enclosures that mimic natural habitats and that have as much space as possible to stimulate mental and physical activity. Old run-down zoos can be quite horrific places. Furthermore, strict regulations need to be enforced to prevent animals from being mistreated and exploited. Ultimately though, none of these measures will ever stop zoos and safari parks From being prisons with inmates that have lost or have never known their natural habitat. It is generally accepted that captivity is inherently harmful to animals and alternatives such as sanctuaries and protected reserves where conservation, education and research can still be carried out while the animals enjoy a far greater degree of freedom need to be considered. Do zoos have their days numbered? Let's hope so but it is definitely a wicked problem with no easy solution. Perhaps the coming metaverse with its virtual reality headsets and immersive experiences will be able to transport us to natural habitats and deliver close-up encounters with creatures all around the globe. Meaning that the days of wanting captive animals on our doorsteps will be over. Let's chat about the picture and those ideas. Number one, describe the picture in as much detail as possible. What do you think the bonobo is thinking? Number two, have you ever visited a zoo or safari park? If so, describe the experience. Number three, what economic role do zoos play in local communities? Can this be balanced with ethical concerns? Number four, should we give animals the same rights and protection as humans? Give reasons for your answer. Number five. How do you think virtual reality can improve and expand education? And here's a quick activity for you. Imagine that you have to help design a virtual reality experience that will help children learn about animals around the world. Describe what animals and habitats you will include, and why. Thank you for watching. I hope this was useful. Have a great day, have a great week, and an absolutely fabulous weekend. Bye.